When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. We have Shannon on the line. But here's the thing, right? I hope he verbally berates you. If we bring in Shannon, can it be civilized or is he going to go bananas? He can be very civilized. How's it going, Dave? Little Giants, Rothenberg. How you feeling? We can all use the Google to figure out that Derek Carr played for the fighting Stephen Bakers. What do you want to do, Shannon? You want to drop the gloves right here, right now? My question is, yeah. is it that you have an eidetic memory or do you absolutely know football? This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. This man's football acumen way down. All the way! (laughs) On 98.7 ESPN. The 9 o'clock hour, DiPietro Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. You know what's so troubling about that is all I wanted was to break bread with Shannon, and he had to take it to that next level. You insulted his name. I didn't insult his name. All I said you is in, I'm, I've never heard the name Shannon before. You insulted his That's name. That's not insulting someone's you in, name. You insulted the name of his children. You insulted his football knowledge. Came no, right I after did not. You. No, I did not. You, you know what you are? You're a little weasel. You're the Anthony Pusick of this show. That's what oh, you are. Oh, no. I, be, I bet you the second I said anything about Shannon, you just start texting him. Hey, coach, listen. He said something about you. Get right on the air. I don't need to That's text anything. Do. I don't need to text anything. He, exactly listen, he, he listens every day. Yeah, he listens to me. That's right. And your That's, lack of football knowledge. No, not a lack of football knowledge. In his opinion. Please. He's very concerned about your carpal tunnel. He's a bad guy. Then, then you know what? Then don't, then don't call asking questions if you think I'm cheating. I don't need to prove anything to you. Channing. All, all I know is that that was as close to as I've, I've seen is RJ calling it. Ever. Well, the fact that he has Antonio Bryant listed with this this grouping of 88s with the Cowboys is an embarrassment. He wore 88. Big deal. I mean, really, Mike Sherrard wore 88. I mean, I could think of other Cowboys that wore 88. Mike Sherrard, Cowboy legend. Cowboy legend. Played for the Giants, too. UCLA, 88. You know that, Shannon? You probably didn't. 1-800-919-3776. Uh, bungalow time. Bungalow time. So, Tom Brady, done. Aaron Rodgers, we wait. And this has been brought up, and I think this is interesting. Would you play the game where you have to wait for Aaron Rodgers, or would you just say, you know what, let me take the safe landing spot and just go after Derek Carr? Like, if you don't have an answer on Rodgers, are you going to wait for him, or are you going to say, give me Derek Carr, and, and maybe that's, that's the best situation I can be in? I think you have to talk to both. I think you have to figure out what the, what the plan is with both. I'm hoping they're having conversations with Green Bay, trying to figure out some sort of, you know, trade compensation. And then as far as Vegas is concerned, I mean, that that's three days after the Super Bowl, they have to decide whether they're going to cut him or they have a trade in place. And does he want to be – he's got a no-trade clause. And is he uh, is he going to accept the trade? But the Jets have done – they've done themselves no favors, Rick. 
It feels like they put themselves in a in a spot where if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, people are going to be disappointed. Now. Yes, you said it. I asked you, would you be mildly or a lot of disappointment for you? And you said you'd be very disappointed, right? Yeah, I would be disappointed because I think I mean uh, you start connecting dots that the reason why you would hire Nathaniel Hackett after what you just saw in Denver. I, I don't care about you know his his track record or anything else. Like just what just happened in Denver, and I know he was a head coach, but still he was calling plays. wasn't wasn't epic failure and the only reason people were willing to accept the hire is because they thought that Aaron Rodgers would be attached to it right and they th- they might think that Russell Wilson stinks too right well even if Russell Wilson stinks uh, I mean still like you just you you just watched it happen like would you be like how many if it, if it was the Giants and they just no I, I don't think when, when someone here here's the thing and this is pretty pretty fair to say I don't think when someone fails epically at their job you're excited to give him a job at your place of employment is that fair? I think that's fair, yeah. And that's and what then, it was, right? He was awful. It's not like he was okay. He was awful. They he, they had to take away play-calling duties from him late stages of the season. Yeah, it was brutal. Right? And they, I mean, the, the guy couldn't make it through. How many coaches don't make it through one year at a, at a, at a place? Uh, it's pretty tough, man. I, I mean, that's no, no one really wants to fire a coach during the season, but it was just that bad. So Steven. give me give me an order and this portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number 1 volume Ford Group of the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net, that's allamericanford.net. We're about 10 minutes away from Sim, which is where RJ really shines. Um in order of guys you can possibly get this offseason. Is it a list of 3, is that it? I think it's a list of 3, yeah. Okay. So give so so it's going to be Rodgers, Carr, Garoppolo. Is that accurate? Yep. That's right. All right. So on a scale of one to ten, Rogers is a ten, right? You, I mean, that's Rogers is top. That's the big fish. And and how excited would you be for Derek Carr? I would be excited, but I would be it would be mixed with the disappointment of not having Aaron Rodgers. That's the other thing. Like if if Aaron Rodgers was not in the mix of this, you'd be you'd be thrilled if you got Derek Carr because it's such an upgrade. Yeah, but I think you've I, like we just said. I think you've done this to yourself then. Right. I don't disagree with you. But that's, I mean, again, that's why, like, when you asked me the question earlier, had I not, like, had the momentum been not been building up for this whole Aaron Rodgers thing to happen, it's like, like, you could see it happening. Like, the wheels started turning on this thing, and then it was report here, report here. Then they sign, you know, they go and hire Hackett, and then they bring on, you know, their offensive line coach that's, you know, a buddy of Aaron Rodgers, and Keith Carter. And you're like, okay, like, we're going to start connecting dots now. Then you listen to him Tuesday talk about how much, you know, the connection between him and Nathaniel Hackett. What I thought was most interesting about that clip we played the other day was that he was asked, I forget what the question was, but I think it had something to do with, like, you know, how you decide whether or not you're coming back. And it's, do I like practice? Is it fun? Is it exciting? And then when he described Nathaniel Hackett, it was all the things that he just had questions about. He makes practice fun. It's interesting. Like, if that was the question, like, in Green Bay, am I having fun? Do I enjoy the grind? Nah, not really. But oh, by the way, this guy Nathaniel Hackett, who makes all those things right, he fun makes it great. Right, right. Well, we heard we heard Hackett. I mean, he certainly doesn't make it boring. No, I know. But how does that play with like it plays great with Aaron Rodgers? But how does that how does that play with someone else? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of different machinations that can potentially happen here. But I just think what the Jets have done is, and again, like if you're the Jets now, are you forced to go? If the Raiders come with a big offer, and he says, you know what, I'll, I'll go to the Raiders, I'll play there. I'll go to the Jets, I'll play there. Raiders come with a big offer. If you're the Jets, do you do you outdistance that? Do you beat that offer because now you've kind of painted yourself into a corner where you where you have to? 
I don't know if you have to. I mean, I think there'll be there'll be some pressure to. I think it depends on because you, you got to remember too. I mean, this is Woody Johnson saying that we're going to swing big and he'll pay what it takes because we're only a quarterback away. Which I don't know what that means. Does that mean a quarterback away from? Well, he didn't define it. Is that a quarterback a back away from the playoffs? Is that a well? No, no, from... it can't. It can't be the playoffs because a quarterback. I mean, getting to the playoffs is not all that difficult. You didn't get in because you had to play Zach Wilson. If Mike White stays healthy, you probably get in. If you have a mediocre quarterback, you certainly get in. If you have an Aaron Rodgers, of course you're in. So I don't want to hear about if we have Aaron Rodgers, we get into the playoffs. Yes, of course you get in. I think that's a foregone conclusion you get in. If you have an Aaron Rodgers, you're talking about winning games in the playoffs. Right, but I guess, I mean, the reason why I think I asked you that question is this, is you mentioned Vegas. How does how, how does Vegas see their team right now? Are they, do they think they're a quarterback away from making a a run to maybe a, an AFC championship game? I, I don't I don't think they're a quarterback away from making a run. Okay, so do they make that kind of offer then? Because you got one team that does. The Jets think they are. Does Vegas think they are? I can't imagine they could think they are. Okay, so I mean, if there's not that same kind of sense of urgency, I can't. I mean, are they going to offer a bigger deal for a quarterback that they're hoping to have for what two years, if they're lucky? But they're the Raiders. And a lot of things they do doesn't make all that much sense. Like the owner's haircut, right? <laughs> Let's go to some of the call. Listen, that, that haircut is one of the great wonders of the world, isn't it? He drives hours for that. <laughs> hours. And doesn't he get like P.F. Chang's on that journey also, though? Yeah, with his flip phone. And he wears only white. But do you not think that you could do a haircut like that for him? I know I could do a haircut like You're, that. And I, I think I could do a haircut like that for him. And he drives hours for that? Hours. Yeah, that's that's a whole weird scenario. Sean in Connecticut. Good morning, Sean. You're on ninety eight seven. Hey, good morning, man. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a big fan sure. of the show. Oh, uh, we appreciate you, Sean. Um, <laughs> so I just gotta say, uh, if the Giants pay Daniel Jones uh in excess of like thirty two, that that contract will go down with the likes of Matt Flynn and Mike Glennon. No way. I mean it is a terrible no way. decision. No way. Uh, no, yeah. no, that's you're you're just you're you're factually wrong. Flynn, Flynn never did anything. Flynn, Sean, he's already been better than Flynn and Glennon. How could you make a statement like that? Because Daniel Jones had one year where he was above average. And Matt Every Flynn had year, none. Good. He was one of the doldrums of the year. Of the and league. Matt Flynn had none. And Mike Glennon had none. They were never done. good. Uh, Mike Glennon was a solid backup. Daniel Jones is a solid backup. <laughs> oh, is. Mike Glennon was awful years, as a backup quarterback. You know what? Goodbye. I'm done with it. See, here's I, what happens, though, Dave. People forget, man. And listen, I'm not. I don't think that Daniel Jones is is great, but the kid had a good. Uh, the kid had a good rookie year where he threw for 24 touchdowns, and then with you know all the all the coaching changes and system changes and everything else, he has two bad years, and then in his his real true test as to whether or not he'd be back. He had a really good season. Stayed healthy, didn't turn the football over, won a freaking playoff game on the road. Uh, Flynn had one good game, and they paid well, one game. He got paid off one game. Mike Glennon was never anything. My, and Mike Glennon wasn't even a good backup. How are we taking the tact of Daniel Jones? Listen, you want to say he's not top eight, top ten, fine. But to sit here and compare him to that level of dregs, is just it's absurd. No, it's a bad call. It's a bad call. Diego in Atlanta is going to be better. Good morning, Diego. Hey, Dave. How are you? What's Good. Up, say, hi, say hi to Rick. I love Rick. So 
Hey, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Sir, such such a respect. So nice. Yeah, very nice. What do you got, Diego? Sorry, sir. I, I, I was in the military. I have to get over that. Sorry about that. Um, you don't have to apologize. Really, really it's very quick, nice. <laughs> really quick point before I get to, to the Giants points. I'm a huge Jets fan, but I have so many Giants fans, and I have to let them know. But really quickly, the lady who does the weather, um, I really thought that that was the lady <laughs> from that drop last week when she was like Canucks, whatever that was. <laughs> what weather? Rick you mean Tukit? Debbie Duhame the traffic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that's she. She no. Debbie knows her sport. No, she would Debbie not Duhame say Canucks. Is a true professional, and she would never make a mistake. Like no, that. she's the best of the best. She is. She is not the Canucks lady. Oh my god, that was so funny. Um, another really quick point uh, before I get to my Giants point. Did you guys see the tweet from Fred Warner's wife? Yeah, we mentioned it earlier today. It's disgusting. Not the tweet. The fact that she oh, said she'll god. never go back to Philadelphia. Horrible, horrible place. Um, all right, so let me just get really quickly. Um, I think what you said earlier, I, I agree 100%. I think if you guys can keep Daniel Jones for whatever the price is, he's way more important than Barkley. If you watch Mel Kuyper's mock draft, there are so many running backs that you can take and just sa- save that money, man. That guy from Syracuse, listen, local, that guy looks really, really good. You could probably get him day two, maybe even day three. I don't think Barkley's worth anything more than – Probably $13 million. These, these fans are crazy, and I'm not even a Giants fan, but I get that Barkley's good, man, but there's so many running backs that you can get in the draft, and Giants fans just need to get over it. They, Daniel Jones is, is 100 times more important than, than Barkley ever will be. But people, yeah, but, they fall in love. Go ahead. Right, no, it's funny that you just said that because that's exactly what I was going to say. You get an emotional attachment to a player, and what happens is that when your team is bad, and the Giants have been bad, one of the worst in football over the last five years leading up to the season, is that then you, you really try to hold on to the, some of the things that are good. And Saquon Barkley is one of the things that was good. And now that you're a good team and you have people in charge that know what the hell they're doing, it might be one of the one of the people that you love that ends up not being here because it's just for them it doesn't make sense financially. And and that, that happens. And again, people, they, they, they're so close to the situation. And you look, and again, Barkley's a really good player. And that's not the question of how good is he. The question is, is it worth mortgaging that much for the running back spot? And I would say no. I'd put, my, I'd put a real number, a real hard number on it. You know what it is? And maybe this is, this is close to, to me just because I played on a lot of bad teams. But, you know, we'd have bad teams that weren't playoff teams. But we'd have some good players for our team. Like they would have success on our team because they're getting, you know, they're on our first line or they're getting first, you know, power play minutes. And fans would be upset if those players, you know, left in free agency or were traded because those were our best players. But in the landscape of the NHL, when they went to a good team, they weren't even, they, they weren't good players. They, you know, they weren't nearly the same player on the good team. Nope. Absolutely but for us, because we were a bad team, they were our, they were our guys. Um, he promised he'd call back and give us his Keyshawn impersonation. Uh, it better be good, John, in Huntington. You're up. You're on 98.7. John, John in Huntington? No! <laughs> it's Keyshawn Johnson. Eh. Hold up. Eh. Hold up. Mac. No, Mac. 1-800-Flowers. No, Boop. We got to go Boop. <laughs> give, me, give me the damn Mac book. Listen, fellas, the Jones-Saquon question... A running back can't be your cornerstone. I mean, stop Rosenberg. Give me the last Super Bowl MVP that was a running back. Give me the last league MVP that was a running back. We got to stop being simps, man. I got to go. What do you think? I thought it was okay. It got better. I just think the Carlin one is The Carlin one is elite. This one was eh. Yeah. 
This one was. Eh. He set the bar too high with the Carlin. Yeah, the Carlin one is really good, and and you you feel like you're talking with Chris Carlin. You you know what makes you feel like you're talking with uh, R.J. Santillo? Stuff you missed. Yeah, Sim. No. See ya. The shit you missed. Oh, this is that time of the morning. So you guys talked about the quarterback carousel and or Dave. The Boogaloo. That's right. No, well, we changed it. Boogaloo. Bungalow. Things that start with a B. So Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yes. A college. <laughs> an esteemed college out yes, there. Yes, that's right. Earl the Uni- University of Boogaloo. So <laughs> Kyle Shanahan spoke yesterday. Asked about Jimmy Garoppolo's future. There's an area which you guys can see Jimmy being back, and if so, what what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. So, adds one more name to the carousel mix, if you will. You think he liked the video of Jimmy G uh, laughing and smiling on the sideline? Or no? I'm sure he hated it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I actually heard... If an you're int- having a restroom with Jimmy Garoppolo, would you make mention of that? Me? Yeah. No. Like, a, why were you laughing and smiling no, and giggling? No. no one goes into the bathroom to have conversations but you. I think you're missing a great opportunity. No. I, I think so. Uh, no, he brought me a lot more good memories than that, that final one. Which Would was you not- mention the good memories in the restroom? Yes. Okay. All right. So would you so show your not- appreciation for the good memories in the restroom? <laughs> That's you're right. not opposed to bathroom conversation. That's right. Okay. Normally, I, I'm not. The only time I think there should be conversation between strangers... In bathrooms is when you're at a sporting event, all of like-minded people, and you're like, oh, like if someone were to bring up, like talking to the masses, boy, so-and-so's great, or, or so-and-so sucks, like on the other team, and you all kind of agree and go about your way. I think that's that's it, really. Other than or that... if a beautiful woman drags you into the bathroom, that's it. Please, please tell. No, there's no, no story. please though. don't. Please, what? please don't. RJ, what are you doing? I would like to hear. You can't, you can't handle my stories. All right, fine. Hmm. I think we just robbed of a great story. Maybe. Dave, but I think we just saved you the dump button. <laughs> some, things, some things are worth some It's roads, there for a reason. Some All right, you know what? Think Tell us the story. No, no, no. Let's no, go. No, no, no. We, we want to hear it. Tell Stuff us. Stuff you missed. Stuff you missed. <laughs> All right. We missed that story. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Jones. Kellen Moore's gone. Mike McCarthy. He's calling the plays. This is the logical step to build on it and use what we've established, or if you will, the foundation of the wins we've got. This is a time for us to build on it, and that's what this is. This is a building step. To me, that sounds like it's all on Mike McCarthy now. Right. It's all on McCarthy. Basically, things don't go well this year, McCarthy is gone. Would you say, what would constitute well? Uh, I mean, it, it's, at least get back to where they just were. Yeah, it's tough to know without free agency, the draft, all that stuff. But I like where we are. Well, I mean, the they've won. Listen, if they, I mean, they've won twenty four games over the last two two seasons, and just went into San Francisco and lost to a better team. Right. With and all he's the, the hot, and he's on the hot seat. Well, so. yeah. With all the breadcrumbs that are out there, though, like you guys touched on it earlier, Zeke hasn't lost a step. Kellen Moore, okay, he he stinks with that final play call, or or the the. Grand summation of all his work. He's out. McCarthy stays. Here you at go. What, at what point, being serious, does Dak start to take some of the heat for... Are you Are you serious? He's no. already taken... All, they, I don't they, think he's the taken The team enough. blamed him in yeah, a tweet. His own teammates. It, it, Michael Parsons, who's, who's had a really questionable couple of weeks on Twitter. I mean, the, the, to be fair, the Dallas Cowboys website calls out Dak. Michael Parsons piles on. And Michael Parsons now rooting for the Eagles, apparently. So Awful. Well, how, how can you root for the Eagles? How do you live with yourself? 
It's trouble. How do you how do you root for this team, Santhi? I don't get it. Don't blame Ray. They don't you know, have a choice. You know what it is? Don't have if a choice. He, it, no, you know what it is, and I actually understand this. Like, some, you, you, he's just kind of born into it. Like, like when he was a little boy, he didn't have all this yeah. knowledge, that, and, he this, and he made this choice. And now he probably looks at it and says, "God, I wish I hadn't." Well, the but nice, he, the nice thing, in. the nice thing about it is you can't, you can't throw out accusations of being bandwagon fan, which is what something a lot of cowboy fans get. But. Now, I, you, you bring up an inter- interesting question. People that are born into it or make the decision at a very young age are do, and this is a real question. Okay. To the room, any. Any team that you follow, if you could go back and tell your five, six, seven-year-old self, uh-uh, mistake, w- would you would you unleash one of the teams you currently follow that causes you pain? Or Mets, I would not. Mm-hmm. No, no, you know what? Maybe the Knicks. Oh, May, I might, I might give back the Knicks. But who would I root for? I'm not guaranteed I'd have. Yeah, that's the other side of the coin there. It's like it's one thing to, to say, I wish I didn't root for this team, but who would you root for instead? And I had a lot of great Knicks moments too. Yeah, I, I, everybody I grew up with was a Bulls fan, and it drove me insane. No, I, I couldn't disgusting. do that. I, I couldn't do that. So, where did you grow up? Chicago? No, no. here locally. No, he, don't you see what he is? He's that guy who just he he, he doesn't care. I just told you he's the I Bulls. He's the Cowboys. That's what he is. He's the Peter you, Rosenberg you, of the show. You, you, you could not be more insulting by than calling me a Bulls fan. Wow. I never once rooted for the Chicago Bulls. I hated but that. He just the called people. you the. He just called you the Peter Rosenberg of the, the show. Pe- the people that you grew up with. They all. Oh, oh, they love Michael. They yes, love the Bulls. not me. Not me. Never. But your Channon is a Bulls fan. <laughs> uh, to attack of Iloa out of concussion protocol for the first time since Christmas Day. He took that hit against the Packers. Uh, NFL Pro Bowl actually begins tonight. Oh, great. It's a two-part watching series, so you can watch on the ESPN, ESPN Plus, and there are six skills competition and flag games uh, that are going to happen between now and Sunday. There's there's some dodgeball. There's a lightning round. Rick Rick touched on this, the, the splash catch, uh, tossing water balloons. There's a longest drive, which features golfing, which has nothing to do with football whatsoever. <laughs> you know what? You, you laugh. <laughs> My kids will be glued to this. There's a best catch. Glued to this. Uh, there's a precision passing competition, and then you get to Sunday, and there's a, a gridiron gauntlet, which is like a, a relay race among players with obstacles. There's a kick tack toe of kickers trying to play tick tack toe. There's a move of the change, which apparently features functioning change, which is a troubling event for the NFL. That's which a couple means of weeks. It won't take place in Philadelphia. And there's an actual flag football game, so that's happening as well. Uh, the locals that are making the trip, uh, as of this exact moment, anyway. Uh, you talked about Saquon. He'll be there. Dexter Lawrence is going for the Jets. Sauce Gardner, Justin Hardy on special teams, C.J. Mosley, and Quinnen Williams. Did you just say Dexter Lawrence is going for the Jets? If no, I he did. said for the Giants. No, he said for no. the Giants. Why, why do you do this to me? I thought that's what I heard you say. Why do you do this? He said Saquon, then Dexter, and then he said for the Jets. Oh, so okay. I didn't hear a comma there. The verbal it, comma. You zoned out sometimes. No, I didn't zone you out got, at all. You Derek got, Carr, pro bowler. Derek Carr. Maybe they can that's make a nice. pitch. And, or you could go out. You know what? Who else is a free agent that's available? Tyler Huntley. You can get, yep. get him. Oh, yeah. Sure. And yeah, him he, and his, his two touchdowns to go to the Pro Bowl. He will be at the Pro Bowl. Six, how does, how six, does that happen? Uh, well, it happened. Six Ravens uh, will be at the Pro Bowl as well. Seven Cowboys. They have some time on their hands. Boy. Lots of wasted talent. Uh, as does my team. So, St. John's last night, we were hyping them up. They lose. They we lose. were. Well, we were hoping up a couple days ago that they have some nice wins, St. John's. I don't ever remember hyping up St. John's. Oh, well, okay, fine. You weren't. 
No, you hyped up the Ramley yesterday. Yeah. It was the Ramley. We, Fordham and Rutgers we've hyped up. We no, never but hyped I, up St. John's. I feel a week or so ago. Anyway, they lose to Seton Hall. So, troubling for them. And uh, a sad note to end on, uh, Bobby Beathard dies at 86. Uh, had had a lot to do with a, a lot of different teams. Uh, the Niners, uh, the Washington currently Commanders, then Redskins. Um, was the GM of the Chargers from 1990 to 1999 and uh, accomplished a, a whole laundry list of things. So uh, rest in peace to Bobby Beathard. He was uh, elite, absolutely elite. And by the way, so that's his grandson, right, that plays in the NFL? CJ. CJ. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. Yeah, not as sad as the story you told earlier, but that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's, what, what you told was, was morbid. Yeah, right. Well, because I... I said, should I tell you this story? No, like, yeah, yeah, tell, you, yeah, 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 tell us. All you, tell you, all, how, you, could you, how could you have shared that with us? All you had to say is, he's no longer with us. That's all you have to he, say. He came unglued. Because he now all of a sudden, he just wanted to start to, to, like, just all the knowledge in his head just had to come right out of his mouth. I could tell you how he died. It's just, it was a, I didn't tell you how he died. You could, but you said you could have. I, I could have, and up. I won't, because I think that's disrespectful to the family. You had a moment where you were you were tested by, by Channon. And you almost failed, and then it was okay. Time to prove myself, and then just verbal poop everywhere. I, I didn't almost fail, and the fact that you take his side over mine is really—it sh- says a lot about our relationship, friendship, and and working together. I'm just telling you the response I was getting in my ear from RJ, telling me to stop it, end it. I need a time to think. It's not my. It's not me. It's it's your guy. It's the producer of the show. RJ cares for me in in bits and spurts. All right, so. No. Yeah, that's true. It's fine. You know what? I understand my role on the show. I'm I'm here to be mocked, ridiculed, made fun of, and I'm here to prop up Rick. It's fine. <laughs> we also enjoy your company. Not not really. Yeah, especially at urinals. We like to have long conversations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys are bad teammates is what you are. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I got to tell you, I, 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 I love Buck. I don't think this is all that. I want to be careful what I say. I, I don't know that, how true this is. I had heard rumblings for months that Jacob DeGrom didn't want to return to the Mets. Yeah, but I want to know what those, why there were those rumblings, though. So l- let me read you a little bit of the article. Um, here we go. So he was asked uh, about DeGrom wanting to return to New York. Did you think he did? And he says, yes, I, I do. He says, I just talked to him the other day. He said, someday I'd like to sit down with you and explain what really happened. I really thought I'd be back there. Um, Buck goes on to say, I'll take him at his word, but I think it's pretty simple. The Rangers made him an offer that was light years ahead of everyone else. Uh, Plus, there's no state income tax, and he was looking for a place to spread out. He's got it now. Jake will be very happy there, and he'll pitch well. He was great to have around. was always good with me. But the thing is, and this is the thing that I'd heard, Jake is from rural Florida. He just wants to be left alone to pitch. We'll miss him, but I can't dwell on it at this point. That's it. Yeah, but there's a couple different things from that. So, I mean, it, it sounds like what Buck's saying is that Jake wants to tell him at some point the story as to why he he didn't come back. But as far as Buck knows or thinks, it was because of the reasons you just said. It's that the Texas made a better offer. Mets weren't going to get there. And on top of that, he's from, you know, rural Florida and right. wanted to be somewhere where it was just kind of laid back. He could spread out. My understanding is he never liked the New York media, which is strange to me because I don't I mean, did he get a hard time from the New York media? I thought he was very well, very well received by the New York media. Yeah, I think that we I mean, of of every uh, of every athlete in New York, like I think we protected him. He's right up there on the top of the list as, as players we protected the most. I almost don't remember anything negative said or discussed about him at all, except that he's injury prone, which I mean, he's injury prone. I think the most negative stuff was probably when he kept going back and forth to the MRI and they weren't finding anything. And it was like, well, what what are we doing now? Is this is there a real injury? Is this he's just finding reasons not like? I, I think that was probably as as negative as it got. But it wasn't negative. Like New no. York media can be awful. Oh yeah, I mean the the fan bases can be tough. But I mean this was like you circled the day on your calendar every time he was going to pitch. And we're just happy, like, dude. I mean, he was like, he was carrying the team, man. Like, he was, he was dominant pitching. He was driving in like, the only runs in his starts. He was amazing. He won the Cy Young Award with what was it, like, eleven and ten or ten and nine or something? Dude, he was phenomenal. I just don't understand. Like, I that's why I when I read this the first time, I it, it piqued my interest because there had to be the one. Because I was thinking the same thing you were thinking. I'm like, no. I mean, you can hate the media, but the media here was. Was wasn't bad at all was for kid you. Kid gloves with him, right? So I mean, did something happen that we don't know about? Well, the weird thing is that he would talk to Buck and would say, "There's a story to tell, but I'm not going to tell you now." Like I find that a little like you're on the phone with someone. We, we you just tell him what's going on. Yeah, unless it, I, 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 you'd think, but unless it's it's bad enough that you want to wait, I guess I don't know. But then why say anything? It's mysterious. It certainly is mysterious. But but why why say anything? Just, just you know, at the at the point that you're ready, when you retire, whenever that point is, then you you tell Buck what happened. You don't you don't give him like a three year tease or when I see in person, I'll tell you. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was like, hey, listen, uh, Buck, I, I appreciate you. And, you know, if, if whatever the story is didn't happen, then, you know, I would have loved to play for you. But, you know, maybe someday I'll tell you why. I don't know. And, and what, you know what I really I really don't like, too, is this thing of how he said, and I believe this is what Jake said, that they're, they're, really, they're really looking to win in Texas. Well, that's not true. I mean, they, they spend the money like they're trying to win, but they don't. Well, first of all, they're Texas. And second of all, who do you think has a better chance to win, the Mets, the Mets or the Rangers? The Mets. Is that even a discussion? No. So what are we doing? I think he was trying to justify a decision he made that was based solely probably, I mean, based more on the contract and I guess just not liking the New York media. If you got, but, but what's, again, A, what's not to like, B, if you got a deal of five for 185 and the Mets offered you either nothing in that stratosphere or lesser years or whatever, I don't think anybody blames him. I don't think anybody no, I blames know. him for that at all. No, no, no one blames him, but I think every athlete wants people to believe that they just they do this for winning and the opportunity to win. Right? Like, I mean, how many guys? I guess. Of, like, there'll be some guys that be like, listen, I did it for the money, but there's like a lot of guys want you to believe they did it, just like a lot of teams want you to believe they make decisions because they're trying to win championships. But stop, and stop with this whole charade that you think you have a better chance to win in Texas than you do with the Mets. You have, you have listen, and they spend money there. I don't know how well they spend it down in Texas, but it's 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 ridiculous, is what it is. It's yeah, it's not when you're comparing what Texas is doing to what Steve Cohen and the Mets are trying to do. Yeah, it's the, it's not the comparable. Mets, the Mets give you the best chance. Uh, Alan Zach, that's one person. Alan Zach from Middletown, New Jersey, wins a Bartesian cocktail maker. See, that makes me happy to know that this man won a a cocktail maker. I love it. Can I say something though? Yeah. And I don't want this to be offensive in any way. It's going to be. No, but just this Get is, the this dump is, button ready, please. No, no, this is more for RJ. This is more for RJ because he's trying to, I mean, we're going with Anthony or whatever name we're going to go with, Santillo. This this is one of the things you need to take into account. Last name, Zach. You can't, I mean, Alan, it, it sounds like two people. Like, that didn't cross your mind when you're naming the, like, Alan Zach. It sounds like two people. You don't like the double first name. No, I don't mind the double first name, but when you say it sounds... The end of Allen sounds like and. This isn't going to be an issue for RJ, though. No, but it doesn't sound like Allen. It sounds like he's saying two names. You're right, because I had the same thought when he said it. I thought it was two people. You thought it was Al and Zach. That's yes. why I said one person, Allen, Zach. Right. Allen, first name, Zach, last name, Allen, Zach. But RJ's not going to have this problem. Well, his last name's Santillo, so right. we're not going to exactly. have this issue at all. So what no. are we talking about? He's got a real last name. There's no, a player correct. on Pitt. I, did you watch Pitt, North Carolina last night? Who are you asking? Anybody. No. Did anybody on this show watch Pitt in North Carolina last night? I know RJ might have dabbled a little bit. There's a player on Pitt. You're going to love this one. I was thinking of you. Federico Federico. That's lazy. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's lazy. I'm telling you. It's lazy. Where is he from? Uh, I don't know. A, a place where it's it's okay to name the last name the same as the first, I guess. Well, I mean... <sighs> We have the one caller that calls in that just his mother got talked to the name of him Stalin. That's bad. By the way, my wife, of course, defends you. Actually, maybe defends me here. Doesn't make me look great, though. She just texted me. You dragged me to the store at seven and eight months pregnant in July in North Carolina, no less than nine times before you bought your first iPhone. Tell Rick not to feel badly about the headphones. Once you actually do use them, you'll probably love them forever. I'm telling you. 
I'm very slow to make change. Very slow. <laughs> it's an it's indictment. Been a full year. That's, that's not defending you. That's an indictment. Yeah, it's a full year. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you have no problem changing your body. You go into thirteen hundred calories. That like, God forbid you just plug in the headphones. Maybe I'll use them tomorrow. Oh, maybe you should. Maybe you'll maybe, love it. Maybe, maybe I will. But the point is, is that I. Her point is that I'm very slow to make change. You're not slower than Santiago changing out of that stinky droid he uses. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's never going to happen. So. Uh, by the way, uh, RJ gives us some update. Federico Federico hails from? Puerto Rico. Nope, <laughs> Finland. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You should hear the nastiness that Santiago is saying. I told him what I had for dinner last night. Not nastiness, it's concern. It's nasty. If it was real concern, you would reach out and have an intervention or something. We're going to stage an intervention well, at some point. What you have for dinner? Uh, turkey slices and applesauce and, and nice hot tea. That's not dinner. Yeah, why you You're mean? a grown man. We're eating applesauce. Oh, it's delicious. Uh, why can't a grown man eat applesauce? Well, can't you eat an apple? I'm actually allergic to the skin of the apple. How about some fruit? I mean, some vegetables. Uh, yeah, I had some carrots as a snack before dinner. Yeah, you're eating like a like my my pet turtle used to eat like this. Well, you know what? Tortuga. I'm sick of, I'm sick of being made fun of to, for being overweight. So now I'm gonna uh, gonna remedy that. No, no one made fun of you for being. Overweight. Oh, all you do is make fun of me. No, no one told you to wear a, a vacuum sealed three quarter zip to the office. RJ's wearing the same thing today. Yeah, that fits him properly. Because it fits him properly. It's not, it's not supposed to accentuate the stomach roll. Sorry. I have a big stomach, a fat stomach. <laughs> That's why I'm having turkey slices. Applesauce. Locale pitas. I do everything I can. RJ, how do you feel about this, this man that's almost 50 having uh, applesauce for dinner? Well, I told him, I go, dinner must be awkward. As it's the rest of your family's eating like actual meals. Ben <laughs> had uh, a couple of chicken burgers. And you're just chowing down on some apple Ben needs sauce. to have Ben needs to have like a good twenty five hundred calories a day because well, he burns ben it all. Ben works out like a maniac. Yes. And he runs. Yeah, so he has not me. And you're over here nib- nibbling on applesauce. <laughs> yeah. You know, first of all, what kind of applesauce do you nibble on? How you lunatic. It, how does that conversation go? Ben's like, "Yep, just got done deadlifting seven hundred fifty pounds. Let me let me get some grade A meat." And Dave's like, "Can you pass that applesauce with Can a spoon, you pass please? A string bean, please." And you don't pass the applesauce. 
No, Sherry feeds I, him the applesauce. No, I took the cover off and had my own individual <laughs> cup a, of applesauce. He's got a bib. <laughs> yeah, a little baby spoon. <laughs> uh, you guys are nasty is what you are. I'm concerned. I'm actually well, legitimately concerned. concerned. What are you Honestly, what are you concerned about? I'm worried you, like might, you might have an eating disorder yeah, right your now. Health. You think I have an eating disorder? Yes. <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting enough calories. I get plenty of this calories. This is troubling. wildly dizzy yesterday, though. Of course you did. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You just admit you're dizzy. Well, no, just for a brief amount of time. I think I was dehydrated a little bit. Everyone's having beautiful meals, chicken burgers, steaks, whatever, and you're yeah. having a, a freaking Lunchable with an applesauce. It, you know, it was, it was fresh, honey-smoked turkey slices, Boris said, I believe, applesauce, and some carrots. And then for dessert, I had some tea with a little honey in it. Delicious. <laughs> dessert. <laughs> for dessert. And there wasn't salted ice cubes? I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big dessert guy, so yeah. <laughs> it's some... Uh, Tea. I have a big stomach, a fat stomach. That's why I'm having turkey slices. Uh, all right. So who had a worse night than me last night? Maybe maybe the Brooklyn Nets? Wow. What an embarrassment that was, huh? That was not a great showing. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a team allow 46 and a quarter is rare to trail by 30 at the end of one quarter. I don't. It doesn't happen, does it? I don't think it's supposed to happen. Well, I know it's not supposed to, but I don't think it does happen. Yeah, no, very rarely do you see a score of a 30-point deficit after one quarter. How many NBA games that you look at and you say after one quarter, all right, I can do something else, this game is completely over? No, I mean, it's the, the, it's the frustrating part, but it's also the beauty of the NBA, though. It's like, you, I mean, it's, you, can, you can start the game and then not pay attention for a minute knowing that at the end of the game it's probably going to be close where you're going to see the best part of it. Not last night. No. No, that was terrible. I mean, honestly, halftime, I was like, I-, I can take this out of the rotation. Took it right out of the rotation. The Nets were 6-21 in the first quarter. They, they, You know, here's the truth, and this is kind of a sad statement. They had no desire to play. None. They, He said the other day, there are games we don't really want to be involved with, and it felt like last night that was one of those games. Now, here's the, here's the problem. How does it really impact them negatively? You lose a game. You didn't have to play your guys a ton of minutes. And at the end of the season, you'll have Kevin Durant back, and you'll be fully healthy, and you'll be fine. Because I still think you would want to see, I mean, you want to see some fight, right? Like, that's, I mean, you, you talk about the things, like the recipe for a championship team is, like, that's part of it. It's your willingness to, to fight in the battle, not to have a game where you're like, yep, yeah, there's probably no chance we're going to win this game anyway, so. Let's you pack know, it up and go home. Let's mail, they lost, let's they mail it They lost by in. 43. Yeah. That's right. I mean that's that's I mean really that's that's an embarrassment is what that is. Uh, what's embarrassing is that this is the team that beat the Knicks and never trailed. I think in that game, beat the or, Knicks. Or, or if they did, maybe it was like in the first couple of minutes. Yeah, I still like that. I mean, again, I don't even want to go down that road right now because I get frustrated. They got a big game tonight that I'm Huge looking forward game. to. Huge game tonight. But like, just like I, I was talking to somebody yesterday about that, and and I feel what he said. But I'm like, yeah, but how how does it make any sense that 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 is the that's the play we're going to draw up? Like, what are we like? What oh, are you back doing? to that now? Well, how can you not be back to that now? It was awful. I mean, it, the whole thing was awful. The the play, the fact that there was a still shot. Yes, with two and a half seconds left. Wide open. Brunson just standing at the three point line, waiting for the ball. Yeah, he's wide open. But again, back to the point that we made when it happened is. The guy you're supposed to, like, this is the reason why you brought him here is to make those decisions. Get the ball in his hands, and he'll put you in the right spots. Or at least get a shot up. He didn't get a shot up. Nope. No, I, th- there's no defense for that. But I will say this. Go out there and win the game tonight. And, and I will tell you this. If they win this game tonight, 
and you whine about it tomorrow, I'm going to be very angry at you. Promise, no whining tomorrow. So if they win tonight, it is a they won, it's great, no worries, move on, right? Right. Okay. Tomorrow will be a celebratory show. If they okay. Win. And if they lose, now that would be very bad. That Well, depending on how they lose, but yeah, it would not be, it's well, not going to make, I'll, maybe I'll sing tomorrow if they win. Really? Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, uh, Raymond, how do we get you to sing on the show? I can't think of anything at the moment. <laughs> okay. I'll get another your love, babe. I mean, I'll just, tell you how. Not fair. I'll tell you how. If, if Shannon asked him to sing, he would sing. Oh, of course. I of probably, course. I probably still wouldn't. Really? Yeah, probably. Hey, you not. wonder why you don't have a woman? Because you're not outgoing. You need to be I, more extroverted. I'm, I'm, I'm not singing for you guys. You let yourself go. For so Nick, Knicks are 27 and 25. Two games and a loss behind Miami. Atlanta only one game in the loss behind. Wizards one game in the loss behind. Bulls one game in the loss behind. And Indiana three games in the loss behind. Can't afford to lose all these games. Yeah, but the Bulls the are also yeah, but the Bulls are also four wins behind. I okay, but I'm looking at the loss column. Okay, I'm just telling you what the win column says. Uh, have we done enough? Because the last thing I want to do is get called out by Kay on his birthday. Have we done enough to wish him a happy birthday? No, I no, think we I should. I think you should sing happy birthday to him. I'm not singing happy. Sexy birthday. like Marilyn Monroe. Sing it, no, sexy. No, I won't do that for for JFK. Sing it nice and sexy. No, I'm not doing that. But I but I wish him a happy birthday. See, here's the problem. If for some reason, I believe that like if you saw him in the urinal, you would sing to him because you're just comfortable. No, I would not sing, but I, I would have full discussion and say happy birthday. I hope this is a great day for you, which I do mean. I stand by that. I can't be the only one thinks that that's like the most awkward thing to do is to have a full conversation with someone at the urinal. Am I, I on an island here by myself? You. I just feel like you have to stare straight ahead and not why? engage. I don't understand why. Why can't I talk? You can talk, just the, not there. Yeah, you're not going in to have a conversation. I'm not going in, but if someone's there that I'm interested in conversing with, I'll have a conversation. So what happens if you're on the toilet, toilet, and you get that's, you go, that's different. Okay, but you see someone's shoes you recognize. Is now is it a conversation no, 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 time? <laughs> although if it was like a, I knew a good buddy of mine was. Hey, there, Randy was, Moss, hey. I see. Yeah. I see you in there. Hey, Hi. Randy. Randy, hold on one second. Remember, remember that time we crushed you? Yeah, remember that one time. <laughs> oh, hey. No, no, no. I would not do that. If if you once you go into the stall. Now there's a line that you don't want to cross. But I think making pee-pee, fine. All of a sudden, Dave's head pops up from under the stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go, uh, under, under the stone. Hello! Surprise! <laughs> Red, it's me. 41, nothing. <laughs> That's a beat down, huh? All right, Raymond. Get to it. Today's three stars. Number three. Number three's got to go to RJ because of all the doubts that Dave had for him. He said, oh, you won't have this story in your in sim or in observations. He did. He had the JV basketball coach who's playing as the 13-year-old. How old was she? 22 years old? Yeah. Is I don't I don't think that I said you won't have it. You had you had you you instilled I, real I doubt I said in everybody. If you, if you don't have it, I will have a great story for you. I don't think that's fair. I think it's very fair. Any chance we can dress RJ up as a 13-year-old and see how long it takes people there to There it is. No, you can't, but we could dress you up as one because your picks stink. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah, oh, my God. That's genius. Uh, you know what just happened? You threw the grenade into his bunker, and before it went off, he threw it back into yours. He was ready for it. Oh, my God. You threw it too early. It's like oh, a that McEnroe pre- volley. That was, pre- that was premeditated. Dave that was had, ready. <laughs> Dave had quite the show. He got stumped by Coach Shannon. He uh, he's the I urinal assassin. By that I, I was at that game. We did, we crushed you. Urinal assassin, and he's got an eating disorder. I have a big stomach. A I fat a big stomach. stomach. A fat stomach. That's why I'm having turkey slices. Turkey slices for dinner. Yes. Number one. Number one. Oh, we love Michael K. I love Michael oh, K. Please. Very happy birthday to Michael K. 
I can't express the love that I have for this man, and I wish him just the happiest wow. of days. What a day today! Circle it on your calendars, boys and girls. You don't. You didn't mean it, though. We're I, back. I, I could not mean it more. Uh-huh. Yeah, he means right. animal. Don't, don't question him. All right, who knows Maniac. what's true now? It's rule seventy-six. No excuses, like a champion. It's DPH Rothenberg. And- go Chiefs, go on ninety-eight seventy ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.